1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
2: slash recommend today. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. we th- This guy now has really become a friend of the show because he's been coming on the last couple of weeks. And it's always a pleasure to chat with former GM, now radio.com sports NBA insider Ryan McDonough. Ryan, thanks for coming on, man.
0: Hey, Joe, it's great to be on with you.
2: So I, I want to get your thoughts first because um, we're already starting to see this bubble uh, take an effect here with the NBA, and we're starting to see them crack down immediately. One of the examples was uh, Rashawn Holmes of the Kings. He just went out. I don't. He didn't really go out that far. He just wanted to pick up some delivery food and... They said, uh-uh-uh, you, you got a quarantine now for 10 days. You stepped out of the bubble. I think at least, Ryan, you have to appreciate the fact that the NBA is just going to have a zero-tolerance policy, and that's the right way to go.
0: I think it is, Joe, for the safety of everyone involved, obviously starting with the players, but then also extending to the coaches and staff in the bubble. Everybody wants a safe environment. Um, there were a few positive tests yesterday, the first two positive tests. Uh, But I, I took it as good news, Joe, that of the 322 players tested, only two tested positive for COVID-19, and those were guys who tested positive on their initial entry into the bubble. Uh, so the league is, is taking it seriously. Uh, the league is doing everything they can to keep the players safe. And, uh, unfortunately, Rashawn Holmes, who's a guy we, we had as a backup center in Phoenix when I was GM of the Suns, uh, as well as Bruno Caboclo, the forward for the Houston Rockets, who also broke quarantine, uh, found out the hard way that the NBA does have a no-tolerance policy, Joe. And, and now, unfortunately, those guys have to quarantine for an additional week and a half.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is what you got to do, and again, if we want to make this work, if the NBA wants to make this work, they got to continue to crack down on this, and I think you have to appreciate it. Uh, I'll tell you what I don't appreciate is seeing guys like Rajon Rondo put out on Instagram that, oh yeah, the room I'm in is like the Motel 6. I mean, the, the thing is, in all of this... Like I get that there is some sacrifice for these guys. These guys are going down there. They're not going to see family for a while. If they stay longer in the playoffs, then you'll be able to start seeing your family go down there and visit. But I just feel like right now, between the accommodations and all the activities that these guys will still have to do on the side when they're not practicing, I, I, I just think these guys have to really be careful about what they say because a lot of us, I mean, we're all struggling too, and we'd like to be at Disney World right now.
0: I think it was a tone deaf comment, Joe, by Rajan Rondo. We drafted Rondo when I was with the Boston Celtics and had him for the first half of his career. He's a very smart guy, but that comment really missed the mark. I don't know if he was trying to be funny or what his intention was, but um, as, as you know, Joe, over 40 million people in this country have been unemployed at some point over the last few months. Uh, the economy is down. People are struggling. Uh, so nobody wants to hear that an NBA player uh, at a hotel which is, you know, rated four or five stars and seems very nice from the pictures and videos I've seen, nobody wants to hear that um, the accommodations where, where they're staying uh, also while they're getting paid of dollars to play basketball is not up to his standards. I think that was tone-deaf, and some of the comments about the food from some of the players missed the mark as well, Joe, but the good news is as I look at the league as a whole, I think a lot of the players, especially some of the stars, Giannis Adidakumbo, and Luka Doncic, refuted those comments and say, look, this environment is fine for me. It's good for me. I'm just happy to be played a lot of uh, paid a lot of money to play NBA basketball and be in a safe environment to do so. Uh, so I, I think so the smarter guys or the smarter comments drowned out some of the dumb ones we heard when the players arrived in the bubble last week.
2: Ryan McDonough, radio. dot com Sports NBA Insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline and all Insider calls. Here on the Bill Michaels show, brought to you by Pennzoil Motor Oils made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Let Let me ask you this: um, for the first thing is, you know, John Horst, the GM for the Bucks, um, he talked about the other day that you know he is he's. Going down to the bubble with his team, it it doesn't matter. I mean, John Horst could have the ability to just work from Milwaukee and do a lot of things remote. I mean, it's not like he's got to be on the court and on the sidelines during all these games. But what is it about a general manager just continuing to stay connected with the team and making that sacrifice going down there? Because I would assume, Ryan, if you were running a team right now, you would be doing the same thing as Horst, right?
0: Yeah, I would, Joe. I think that connection with the players and coaches and staff is so important. Uh, keep in mind that NBA teams these days usually travel between 50 or and 60 people or more, Joe. Uh, the NBA, in, in this environment, because it is limited and because it is restricted, have only allowed 35 members of basketball operations to travel, and that includes players. So uh, a lot of basketball ops staff will have to be left home, and I think for a guy like John Horst, who's a, he's a hard-working guy, um, you know, he'll try to fill the gaps wherever he can, or more than anything, take as much as he can off the coaching staff's plate, especially off of Mike Budenholzer's plate, as, as far as potentially communicating and calling people outside of the bubble and making making sure that Bud and his staff have everything they need, and also the players have everything they need uh, to limit distractions and to try to make the environment uh, as normal as possible, Joe, compared to what, what the Bucks players and coaches are used to when they have their full 50 to 60 men traveling party with them.
2: All right, so I'm really curious. If you were in that situation, let's say you're running the Bucs, and you go down there what how would how would you manage your time there down there because obviously you're gonna have a lot of time hanging out at the practices when the games start going every other day you'll be you'll be watching the games you might be watching other games but then i guess also what would you do in your free time just so you don't get stir crazy
0: well i I think john horse will have plenty to do as will milton newton and the guys on his staff joe um you know they they Look, they, they changed the calendar this year, so the draft and free agency are coming up pretty rapid fire here in mid-October. I, I know that seems a ways away at this point, but um, when you're a team like the Bucks and you anticipate that you'll be playing uh, at least until the conference finals and potentially in the NBA finals playing for a championship, uh, the, the time goes quickly, Joe. So I, I think what, what they will be doing is continuing to interview players for the draft, uh, they'll be continuing to prepare for free agency. They'll be continuing to look at off-season trade scenarios because uh, if you're a team like the Bucks and you play in the NBA Finals, that goes into the first half of October. And then rapid fire, you're going to have the draft and free agency back-to-back. So uh, on the back end, Joe, you're not going to have time to prepare for that, especially if you're a team like Milwaukee, who most people myself an- anticipate uh, you know, will be one of the last teams there, if not the last team standing, holding the championship trophy in mid-October.
2: So now you wouldn't think that in your free time you would go golfing or go fishing or play play table tennis because i you know i was reading through at usa today they had all their uh, all the different amenities that these guys get to have throughout the course of it i gotta think ryan there's a little free time in there what would you do
0: well, I, I think the life of a player and the life of an executive are pretty different in terms of. No the free question, time. right? I, you know, I, I don't see John Horse being a guy who's out uh, shotgunning beers on the golf course with <laughs> JJ Redick or Myers Leonard, or you, you know, taking uh, leisurely boat rides around the lakes there in Orlando. Uh, you know, I, I think for me, checking out the theme parks would be pretty cool if I were down there, especially if it were a group activity. The NBA has said uh, they're going to leave the parks open. Uh, Disney World and some of the other parks reopened last week, uh, but at night, Joe, they're going to close them down and basically allow only individuals or groups to go visit. So I think that would be pretty neat to go into Disney World, say, and then uh, buzz around either individually or with some friends or even in a big group team setting after the theme parks are closed to the public.
2: Yeah, no question. Ryan McDonough, Radio.com Sports NBA Insider, former general manager, joining us here on the Bill Michaels Show. Uh, One guy that I know you have some familiarity with is Eric Bledsoe. And, you know, this is a guy that, Bucks fans really want to see him show up in the postseason. I mean, the, he has been a letdown the last couple of years, and you know it's just been hard to figure out because he really surprised us during the regular season last year. He had a bounce back year, and then once again went the opposite direction. Um, how how important do you think Eric Bledsoe is going to be for this Bucks team if they want to be able to get all the way to the end?
0: I think he's really important. He's one of their three best players. Obviously, Giannis is the best player, and I'd have Middleton second in that grouping, but I, I think Eric's the third best player of, of, of the Bucks roster, and with Malcolm Brogdon's departure this offseason to Indiana, I think that puts more pressure on Eric. I, I've been really impressed with the way Bloodsoe has defended in a Bucks uniform. I, I, I like his consistency and effort. Uh, he's always had the ability to do it. He did it in spurts when we had him in Phoenix, but uh, I think he's really defended at a high level and deserves consideration for the all-defensive teams for his work in a Bucks uniform. Uh, but as you know, Joe, the playoffs are different. Uh, the game will slow down some. The Bucks Bucks uh, almost certainly won't have as many blowouts as they had during the regular season. Um, so there'll they'll be, you know, slower possession by possession games where uh, teams will have to execute in half court settings under pressure. Um, you know, like I, I think we all know what Bledsoe is capable of, especially at the defensive end of the floor, but offensively he needs to make open shots. That was one of the things I thought really hurt Milwaukee in the playoffs last year when teams played off him and, and gave him some dare shots and he wasn't able to capitalize. Uh, I'm thinking teams will have a similar strategy again this year uh, when they load up on Giannis and Middleton, so I think for the Bucks' offense to be a, a effective under pressure, especially in half-court sets, that Bledsoe is going to need to knock down some open shots.
2: One guy that has really taken a step forward in his development this season for the Bucs is Dante DiVincenzo, and I, I think he's a guy that Um, still doesn't get a ton of recognition across the league because he's not a starter yet, but he has been a pretty solid contributor really in his second full season as a Buck. Do you see him maybe as one of the X factors coming off the bench for this Bucks team, or do you think because he's younger that the postseason might be a little bit of a different animal for him, and that's just something he has to learn because he's developing?
0: I'm a big Dante DiVincenzo fan, Joe. He was a guy we looked at my last draft in Phoenix in, in 2018. It was strongly in the mix for us. Uh, we had the 16th pick then and actually ended up trading it. We traded up to get the number 10 pick from Philly and took Mikel Bridges, but uh, who it was DiVincenzo's teammate at Villanova. Uh, but I'm, I'm a fan. He, he's a guy that the statisticians, the advanced analytics guys love, Joe. His on-court, off-court splits, and some of the advanced numbers are among the best in the league. Uh, he only plays 23 minutes a game for the Bucks. He does come off the bench in most of those games, but I, I really like his impact. And look, he is young. He- he's relatively early in his career, uh, just wrapping up his second year, but I-, I think the fact that he's had big game experience and not only with the Bucks but in Villanova. Uh, he's used to winning. He's used to pressure-packed environments. And, and more than anything, Joe, I-, I just believe in the kid. I-, I-, I like having him on my team, and uh, I-, I don't have any doubts about his ability to rise to the moment in pressure packed playoff situations
2: yeah really excited to see what he's going to do for the bucks here as we continue on he is ryan mcdonough radio.com sports nba insider and former general manager as well ryan i always appreciate the time thanks again for uh, jumping on the show with us and i'm sure we will talk to you again down the road
0: thanks for having me on joe
2: Ryan McDonough, Radio.com Sports, NBA Insider, and all insider calls here on the Bill Michaels Show, brought to you by Pennzoil, motor oils made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. They work hard, you work hard. For 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them at 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this.